the game is over and you want more. When the news breaks and you want more. When you wake up and you want more. It's highlights, it's breakdowns, it's analysis, it's opinion, it's curbside reaction. Your next day post-game podcast and it starts now. We gave them uh, good looks on their power play, obviously, and uh, didn't generate enough on ours. A couple chances um, and timing of them. Uh, Four-minute power play would have been nice to get one there in the first period and and kind of uh, see if we can have momentum and and play the game through it. And I mean, it was that one we scored right after. But, um, yeah, we had plenty of chances to find ways to make this a tighter game and and buckle down um, on the penalty kill. And and, uh, we just weren't able to... um, couple breakdowns and, and missed assignments and um, ends up in our... You know, sometimes I think we're trying to do too much with the puck and we haven't been scoring a lot of goals, so um, some guys probably are feeling a little bit more unfortunate, so um, it's a tough tough give and take there. Um, when you're not scoring, you try a little harder and you probably grip your stick. I know it's a cliche and everyone says it, but um, you're thinking about it a lot more and um, probably playing your game a little bit differently and a little slower, so... Um, we just need to be more consistent and, and establish four checks and put pressure on and bucks behind and spend more time in the ozone and quality time. Uh, not trying to just make a desperation play. And if you do, if you make it, yeah, that's great. And it's in the back of the net. But um, odds of those are pretty low. And you can build a game and, and wear teams down over time. And um, we just need to be more consistent with that. Just puck play. Like I said, it's getting the puck below the goal line, making them grind and, and wearing them out. And then you can get into a three-quarter ice game, chip it out, and they chip it out the neutral zone, and you get quick up, uh, back in on and keep their D in, especially second periods and, and whatnot. It's just little um, momentum changes and um, trying to keep it when you have it. And, um, you know, like I said, when we played into into them playing well defensively, and uh, I think they have been for a while, and um, they played in tight, low-scoring games, and um, we just had to be comfortable with that, and uh, we didn't, we didn't uh, do enough. Well, there's Justin Falk after the St. Louis Blues fell to the Washington Capitals by a score of 5-2 last night. T.J. Oshie, the former Blue, getting the hat trick, two goals on the power play. One of them, an empty net goal. And the Capitals send the Blues to their third straight loss. It's the first time that they've lost three in a row under Drew Bannister. But only two of those losses have been in regulation. Second time that they have lost back-to-back games in regulation since the coaching change. And these two teams are going to go right back at it on Saturday night in St. Louis. And that'll wrap up this one long stretch of seven consecutive games against the Eastern Conference before the Blues head out to Western Canada early next week. Hello, everybody. I'm Chris Kerber. Welcome into Curbside Reaction, your next day postgame podcast featuring everything St. Louis Blues. The Blues went into Washington looking to snap that two-game losing streak. It didn't go their way. The record drops to 21-20-2, on the road. And let's get you to the highlights from last night. Pass from Butch Davids, missing Thomas. Caps come back over the line. Pareko had it, lost it. Oshie fires, shoots, scores. T.J. Oshie got the fumbled puck inside the circle. Goes glove side on Bennington and a power play goal as the Caps leading 1-0. Pareko put it in behind the net. Cut off by the Caps. Colton pinches down on the near side. Takes it in behind the goal. Over to the far corner now. Draws two Caps to him as he plays it up to Letty. Quick shot. They score! With Walker right in front. Letty's shot the flex in. And the St. Louis Blues have tied the game 1-1. 
Rutgers goal. Here's LaPierre, drags it to the near side. Cubell centered it, and it goes off of Justin Falk, who was alone in front of his own net, and deflects it. A pass that would have gone all the way through to the far wall. Hits off Justin Falk and deflected to the back of the net. And it's 2-1 Washington. That's ready. Into the slot. Wide open. Oshie score. 3-1 Washington. 9.33 to go. Period 2. Washington trying to recover the puck, and they do. They get two around it, recover it. Oshie bumps it out to the blue line to Ovechkin. Shot on. Rebound. They score. A great save by Bennington to get the first rebound, but on the doorstep was Dylan Strom picking up his 16th goal of the year, sixth on the power play. And the Washington Capitals have taken a 4-1 lead, their third power play goal of the game. Alexandra, first game back since the conditioning loan to Springfield to the blue line, fall. snaps it to the goal, he scores! Justin Falk, a wrist shot, sounded like he hit a stick and went under the bar. And the Blues have made it a 4-2 game with 15-59 to go in the second period. Taps have cleared off the near wall. It finds its way to Oshie for the hat trick, and he scores. TJ Oshie, the hat trick, and a 5-2 score for Washington, 19.5 to go. Four seconds to go, time. Mercifully winds down here on this one, and the Capitals beat the Blues by a score of 5-2. After the game, Colton Pareko talked to the media. Uh, giving up two on the penalty kill was, uh, was not good. Um, yeah, they had good two good goals on the power play, and um, that was obviously a big part of the game. So um, just in general, uh, that, I guess in, in games, special games is big. I don't know. I think we had some good chances. Pucks to the net. Um, Opportunities for sure. Uh, just gotta continue to work on it, continue to build, and um, get pucks to the net, and converge to net, and uh, get guys there. Obviously, we're uh, looking forward to get back home, uh, play in front of our fans, and uh, like you said, it's uh, it's a good challenge for us against Saturday. They have a good team, and uh, go home and uh, take care of the ones. Following the game, and it may sound a little bit like it did after the Philadelphia game, just a game before. Here's your head coach, Drew Bannister. Obviously, execution's the number one thing. Like we we lacked execution from from our top players in those those situations. Um, you know, they were able to score. I mean, you know, the first goal. I mean, a lot of them were preventable. Uh, the first goal should be iced. Uh, should never even be back in our end. Um, you know, we talked about blue line turnovers. Second goal, um, we have an opportunity to get the puck in deep, and, and we're not able to get it in. It turns goes the other way. Um, you know, power play as a whole, we just, they have to be better. We have to execute. Uh, that's that's plain and simple, and it, it bled into the rest of our game. It, it uh, didn't give us any momentum at any time. We did a few things. I mean, uh, the second unit, I thought, had had some pretty good looks, but, um, I mean, at the end of the day, we're not able to score, and, and that's the difference in the game. I think it's it wasn't really what they were doing. I, I just, I don't think we were very predictable in getting pucks underneath, uh, things that we talked about as a group, putting pucks to areas that we can get to, you know, and, and sustaining ozone pressure, and that's 
that's something that collectively as a group they, they have to decide that they want to do if, if we want to have success moving forward. I mean, for us, we, we have to be better in, in all situations. It doesn't really matter who we play uh, in two days from now. All right, that's the head coach, Drew Bannister. Joe Vitale after the game helps us break things down as well. And the first two periods, well, it wound up being who won the special teams battle that really set the tone in this game. That would be the Washington Capitals. That's where we start with Joe Vitale. There was two power play goals curved for Oshie, but, you know, that Dylan Strom, I know it was a five-on-five five goal, but it was Jake Neighbors who just exited the box. Like by seconds, two You know, seconds. so, yeah, two seconds. And, you know, I know, again, it's, it's not going to be technically three goals against from a penalty kill standpoint for St. Louis, but it really it is. I mean, it's still a five-on-four when Neighbors comes out of that box and Strom pots it. So penalty is certainly an issue here tonight, and special teams just really weren't clicking. Uh, from a kill standpoint, you know, the fact you, you still have Marco Scandella, who's not in the lineup. A Washington Capitals team, it's worth noting, too, that a Robert Portuzo, how valuable was he? in a kill situation against this team. I don't think there's a player currently in the league right now that has more block shots against Alex Ovechkin in the power play situations than a Robert Bortuzzo. So missing two big pieces defensively here for St. Louis. Uh, kill wasn't good enough, certainly. Uh, but I think more importantly, the power play, just not only not scoring a goal, but not creating anything, not energizing the group, not creating a spark. When you're down by one, it couldn't get the equalizer. When you're down by two, you know, especially when you're down by one there in the first period with a double minor, a chance to really create a little bit of attention. Get Kyra on the board. Get his legs moving. Get some touches for Thomas. You know, find that point energy if you can create some sort of uh, obstacle in front of the net with a shot from the outside and maybe a pot one, and it just wasn't there. I think Drew Bannister continues to switch the chemistry, you know, have movable parts. You know, come in, come out, 2-D set, 1-D set, Falk on the top unit, then he went to Pareko, then back to Falk. Uh, two defensemen set with, you know, Perunovic and Krug on the second unit. I, I just, there wasn't enough urgency. There wasn't enough playing on your toes. And I think that his comments after the Philly game certainly transcended into this game. A team that was not ready to play in that Philly game, did not play on their toes to start the game, were reactive, not taking initiative. And I think that was pretty much the same team we saw here tonight. The Blues came into this season as this was game number 43. So just game number two of the second half. They came into this season with one key focus, and that was being a much better defensive team. And for the first 15, 16 games of the season, it was looking really good in that department. It has not been really good pretty much since then. Spurts of decent play, but not consistent play. And again, now not... Not a great number of shots on goal, a respectable number of 26 for the Washington Capitals tonight, but all but three of their players on the ice had a shot on goal. And we're seeing that trend pretty regularly here. For whatever reason, that defensive zone coverage throughout half a season for the St. Louis Blues hasn't really clicked. Where at times like even tonight, we still saw play where it looks like the other team is on a five-on-five -five power play. Yeah, I think that... I just think that when you don't have the pace to your game, when you don't have energy at the beginning, when you're not skating with purpose, you know, it, it affects the timing of everything. You know, with the passing, the execution, the first 40 minutes curves was not there. And, and to me, it's because your feet aren't moving. Because those routes and those passes and the connection coming out together, it's there and it's relevant and it's important and it's clear when, when you're moving your feet and you're going to open spaces. And I think right now over these last two games, it's just been a Blues team that just 
they look tired. They look like they're just slow. They look like they're reactive. They look like they're just they're second guessing themselves. It just seems like it's more mental than anything. And I know that you know Drew Bannister again. He's he's continuing to move players around to try to find chemistry. But you know it's not an excuse to say that you know I haven't played with this player in a while or you know I'm just I'm not familiar with my line mates. I mean that's the National Hockey League and that's something you got to get used to pretty quickly. You know it, I think not having Casper Kapanen, which we haven't really mentioned a lot here tonight, certainly. Uh, has been a miss for St. Louis, a, a player that, although from a point standpoint, uh, hasn't really had an extremely successful season. But he's a player that really kind of carries the load for you. He's a car- he's a player that he brings energy, he brings speed to the lineup. And without him again here tonight, the Blues they just seem like they seem slow. They seem like they were behind the play. They seem like they were second guessing so many options and, and passes just not connecting. And I think Washington Capitals had a lot of puck possession time and. And you got to tip their hats, and they took full credit, and they took full responsibility on those special teams, and not only shut down the Blues' power play, but to go out and make a difference when they had the power plays. You know, T.J. Oshie certainly a, a huge game in tonight's game, and a uh, player that really made a huge difference in this one. And and the Blues just really fell behind, which has been a consistent theme lately, falling behind and not being able to uh, move past getting that tying goal, which was certainly the case here tonight. Thirty-six total skaters in the game. When you look at the two teams, and only 11 of them had a hit. The Blues had seven total, only had two through two periods. Mm-hmm. They might have gone back and added one with whatever system the league is using there. And then uh, the Capitals with nine. But that plays right into what you were talking about, too, not playing on your toes. And there just was that whether it was chasing the Caps or whether it was not hard enough along the wall the physicality did not exist well listen if you're not skating you're not hitting i mean that's just an old adage in hockey it's as as cliche as it is it's really true you know i mean when you're not moving your feet and you're not coming out together out of the d zone and you're not chipping pucks with purpose into the offensive zone to set up a four check uh, but if you're not moving your legs if you're not i mean that's the engine for for the physicality side of things uh, to have two hits after the first 40 minutes uh, is just not good enough. It just shows you that uh, execution's off, face-offs you're not winning, possession you're not winning, and you're not putting pucks in areas with speed to to make a dent on the defenders. You know, it was last game against the Flyers where the consistent theme over the last few games has been this. You have a very slow, lethargic first two periods. You had a little bit of life in the third on both those games, but it's just not enough. And I, I believe that Drew Bannister is probably going to have similar comments again here tonight. Yes, you do get that Justin Falk goal. It did give you a little bit of a spark. We saw a couple good shifts to follow up by the St. Louis Blues after that, but it's just not enough, and it's too too little too late for this Blues team, and they can't – they're not a team, I don't think, that's deep enough and skilled enough to hang around for 40 minutes and then all of a sudden have a spark in the third period and make a difference in the game because it just truly – this is a team, and Drew Bannister said it best when he took over as this job, especially in this stretch of games where you're playing some good teams, you got to play as close to a perfect 60 minutes as you can to give yourself a chance against the teams you've been playing in this stretch in December and now January. And I think in the last two, you know, having 15 minutes in the third period in both these games, it just it's not long enough and it's not good enough. All right, what do you have with the Bud Light three stars of the game? And your work boots. Nathan Walker here at number three with the two points. He had a terrific game here on limited minutes too. Uh, Dylan Strom for the Caps, two points, and then TJ Oshie with the hat trick for the number one star. I'm going to give my work boots at Nick Letty. I thought he was continue continuing to be a factor throughout the game, pinching up. He got the assist in the early Nathan Walker goal, and, and I just love the way he continues to progress and jump in the offense. And I thought he certainly had some good lays here and broke up some great plays defensively as well. So, Nick Letty, I'm going to give you the work boots and a tough loss here for St. Louis and a quick little regroup before they face this exact same team here now, Curbs, on Saturday night. Thank you, Joe. 
Let's check in with Tim Woodburn, veteran broadcaster of 13 seasons of hockey play-by-play. He's covered major and minor league sports for a total of 30-plus years, and Tim Woodburn weighs in on the loss in Washington. Well, Chris, the Blues just couldn't get anything going tonight. They struggled to even get 20 shots on net. They had single-digit shots in all three periods, and it was a TG Oshie show tonight. Uh, a hat trick which almost halved his goal output for the season. Uh, doomed the Blues. What really doomed the Blues was the second Washington goal. I mean, that's a goal that Jordan Bennington stops 999 times out of 1,000 and uh, is one he'd like to have back. This is a game in which uh, the Blues didn't get anything other than secondary scoring and that's great, but they need the primary scoring too. And they just didn't get it. They'll have a chance of revenge uh, against Washington two days from now uh, against uh, the Capitals at home. For Kerb Side reaction. This is Tim Woodburn. And finally, a couple of takeaways in the game from last night. You know, the power play, as Joe was talking about, didn't go very well. Whether it be power play or whether it be five on five, even the penalty killing, sometimes it just comes down to execution, and you need that execution consistently through all four lines. It's something the Blues are not getting right now, and that seems to be stunting momentum in the game. One line goes out, gets the puck in deep. The next line might turn it over. Can't get it in deep. The third line is now having to defend in their own end. And then the fourth line, after a freezing of the puck or a goal, might be starting in their own end. And that seems to be the cycle the Blues are dealing with. Some of that all-around consistency through all four lines is something the Blues are needing desperately and trying to find. And the other key takeaway, sometimes it just comes down to playing hard. And you look at a guy like Nathan Walker, who Joey made as the number three star of the game. He finished the game with a goal and an assist. He signed a contract. And it was a one-way contract. He cleared waivers, went down, played hard, had a great attitude, and earned a call back up when other guys just weren't performing. He's come in, and Nathan Walker has played well. In seven games, he's delivered exactly what you expect from Nathan Walker, which is why the Blues signed him to a two-year extension just a week and a half ago. He's bringing you positivity. He's bringing you attitude. He's bringing you hard work. He brings you puck battles. He brings you wall battles, and he goes to the front of the net. He's got three points now in seven games, does Nathan Walker, and it's that kind of effort that you need to see out of more players, not just the fourth line, guys, not just your bottom six. It's that kind of effort that you really need from your top line all the way through and it's guys like Nathan Walker that are bringing it every single night. Oscar Sundquist had that kind of effort in that game last night as well. And you hope more guys feed off of that. But when you get a chance to get in the lineup, whether you're Adam Gaudet, whether you're Nikita Alexandrov, whether you end up being Sammy Blay getting back into the lineup, you have to bring what Nathan Walker is bringing to the table. And that's one way to stay in the lineup. It's also a level of effort that from top to bottom in this St. Louis Blues lineup will help them find more success. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Curbside Reaction, your next day post-game podcast. Again, Blues and Caps tomorrow night, Saturday night in St. Louis. What a great Saturday night hockey night matchup that is going to be as Oshie and Ovechkin come in to take on your St. Louis Blues. Tickets available at stlouisblues.com for that game. And in the meantime, don't forget, later on tonight, we've got the St. Louis Blues Hall of Fame induction ceremonies as Keith Kachuk, Pavel Dimitra, and Mike Liute are being inducted into the St. Louis Blues Hall of Fame in a great ceremony down at the MEC. Those ceremonies will be carried live 
on KMOV Channel 4.2, and you can be able to watch that from the comfort of your own home and, of course, live as well on the St. Louis Blues YouTube channel. That'll be a special night later on tonight at the MAC. Blues fall to the Capitals by a score of 5-2 to two last night. I'm Chris Kerber. Thanks for tuning in to Curbside Reaction. We'll talk to you Saturday night after the Blues and Caps meet again. Have a great day, and we'll see you at the rink.